we're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now go to Isaiah, the 59th chapter. Well, first of all, find your place there and go to Ezekiel, the 22nd chapter, and we'll go with that first. Ezekiel 22. And let's read from verse 29. The people of the land have used oppression and exercised robbery and have vexed the poor and needy, yea, they have oppressed the stranger wrongfully. And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it, but I found none. Now notice what God is saying. I sought for a man that would stand in the gap and make up the hedge. Now you know we've got a lot of gap finders today. (laughs) But we need some gap standers. I like what Marilyn Hickey says about that. We need gap standers, not gap finders. God sought for a man that would stand in the gap and make up the hedge that he should not destroy it. But he says, because he found none, therefore have I poured out my indignation upon them. I have consumed them with fire of my wrath, and their own way have I recompensed upon their heads, saith the Lord God. Now this right here will give you some understanding of why under the old covenant things happened like they did. We should not expect to experience the same thing under the new covenant that these experienced under the old covenant. Now that's where the prophets of doom miss it when they prophesy that God's going to destroy this nation because there's evil in this nation. Well, thank God God's found him a man now. His name is Jesus, and he is our intercessor, thank God. He is our advocate. And not only that, we have the body of Christ that can intercede and proclaim and call upon Almighty God and the powers of heaven and pray the word of God over the situations in life and change some things. And thank God it's being changed. Can you say amen? Amen. Now, Isaiah, the 59th chapter. Let's start verse 9. We'll read part of this down through here. We're going to read quite a few scriptures. Isaiah 59, 9. Therefore is judgment far from us, neither doth justice overtake us. We wait for light, but behold obscurity, for brightness but we walk in darkness. We grope for the wall like the blind, and we grope as if we had no eyes. We stumble at noonday as in the night. We are in desolate places as dead men. Come on down to verse 13. In transgression and lying against the Lord and departing away from our God, speaking oppression and revolt, conceiving and uttering from the heart words of falsehood, and judgment is turned away backward, and justice standeth afar off, For truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter. That sounds like some things taking place today, doesn't it? Some things happen. But now notice, verse 15. Yea, truth faileth, and he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey. Now you realize he's talking about under the old covenant here with Israel. Truth faileth, and he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey. In other words, if you turn from evil, then the devil's going to be on your case. You know, the devil's not after you if you're serving him. But now, notice what happens here. 
and he saw it, the Lord saw it, and it displeased him that there was no judgment or no justice. And he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore his arm brought salvation unto him, and his righteousness it sustained him. For he put on righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of salvation upon his head, and he put on the garments of vengeance for clothing, and he was clad with zeal as a cloak. Now you realize he's talking about God's clothes here. How many of you know that? He's talking about God's clothes. And if you get over there in Ephesians, the sixth chapter, you find out that he's given us his clothes to wear. Glory be to God. And that's prayer armor. That's prayer clothes. Now, according to their deeds, according he will repay, fury to his adversaries, recompense to his enemies, to the islands he will repay recompense, so shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west, and his glory from the rising of the sun. Now, that's interesting that it says here that Isaiah prophesied all these thousands of years ago that they'll fear the Lord from the west. You know, the world's kind of divided to the east and west, and we're considered the western country. They'll fear the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun when the enemy shall come in like a flood. Now allow me to share something with you here. You've probably already heard it. Most of you have. But I remember a friend of mine, a minister friend, Billy Rash, sharing this with me one time. You realize that this is punctuated the way that they felt it should be punctuated. And it could be that it is very well punctuated for the Old Testament here. But let me just throw something out to you. And I hope you brought your shouting clothes, <laughs> because this will help you. Let's punctuate this just a little different. When the enemy shall come in, like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Amen. Now, somebody say, well, why would you want to change that? Well, it's punctuated this way. When the enemy shall come in like a flood. Now, I understand, and you should understand, that this is talking about Israel, and it's talking about the flood of their enemy that shall come in, and it did come in that way, and they couldn't contain it. Now, you realize, how many of you realize you cannot contain a flood? I mean, high water, yes, but a flood, no. I mean, you can sandbag and keep high water out for a while, but a flood cannot be contained. And here, God is speaking of a specific situation, but yet, by law of double reference, and the fact that there are many meanings to these scriptures and allegories and illustrations and examples, we need to get something out of this that God is saying here, and that is that under the old covenant, the enemy did come in like a flood upon the people. If they got out from under that old covenant, God's umbrella of protection was that covenant. If they failed to keep the covenant, then the enemy came in like a flood. They were legal game to the enemy, and there was no way to contain him. The curses came, except that they repent, you know, and turn back to God. But now, under the new covenant, thank God we have a better covenant. It's established on better promises, and Jesus is the surety or the guarantee of the new covenant. How many of you are thrilled that Jesus guarantees the new covenant? <laughs> Praise God, it's established on better promises. 
So here we could say that when the enemy shall come in, like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard. Now it's interesting if we look at the word flood. The word for flood here means a stream, a flowing stream, especially the Nile River. In other words, a flowing, moving torrent of water. When the enemy shall come in like a flood. Now, if you say it under the old covenant, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, it could be correct because there was a certain amount of problem they had there of containing the enemy because there was no power under that old covenant to overcome. They did not have the name of Jesus. They did not have a man. They did not have an intercessor. They did not have the authority. There is no place in the old covenant where it says resist the devil and he will flee from you. It was the covenant if they kept the law, but if they missed it, then the enemy came in. Now, notice here that the phrase, lift up a standard, I have a footnote in my Bible that says to put him to flight. But if an enemy cannot be contained, you're going to be overrun. If it's like a flood, you're going to be washed away, brother. But now under the new covenant, there's a different situation. Go with me to John, the seventh chapter. And let's connect some scriptures here with this prophecy, which I am convinced beyond a shadow of a doubt is related to this prophecy by law of double reference, not by maybe actual context, but by law of double reference. Here we find something that is very interesting. That is John, the seventh chapter, verse 38. Well, let's back up to verse 37. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood in crying, said, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. You missed a good place to shout. Amen. Now let's read this in the light of the new covenant here. And as I said, specifically, it may not mean this, but by law of double reference in the fact that these two scriptures are related by the stream and by the flowing water here, this could be the new covenant example. When the enemy shall come in, like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. See, the Holy Spirit through your spirit shall lift up a standard against him. Now Jesus says here, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. And it goes on to say, And he that believeth on me, as the scripture says, Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. So he's speaking of the Holy Spirit here. This is the flood that God uses to lift up a standard. I'm glad you could join us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, all of this week, our CD offer is CD offer number 7216. It's entitled, Jesus, Our Intercessor. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. Jesus, Our Intercessor. You know, so many times you hear people saying that they are intercessors. Well, they have a ministry of interceding, but... Jesus is called our intercessor. 
And we pick up on why in Isaiah, the 59th chapter. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that he cannot save, neither is ear heavy that he cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. Then you come over to verse 13, says, In transgression and lying against the Lord, in departing away from God, speaking oppression and revolt, conceiving and uttering in the heart words of falsehood, and judgment is turned away backwards, justice standeth afar off, and truth is fallen in the streets, and equity cannot enter. Yea, truth faileth, and he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey, and the Lord saw it, and he was displeased that there was no judgment, and he saw that there was no man, and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore his arm brought salvation unto him, and his righteousness it sustained him. This is important to understand. There was no intercessor in that day. But the scriptures tell us that Jesus is in heaven making intercession for us today. He is the intercessor. A lot of people intercede, but Jesus is the intercessor. Jesus, our intercessor, will give you insight into this and open some areas of understanding that you've probably not had. That's offer number 7216. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. Total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.